0: Welcome everyone to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. Today we talk about dealing with loved ones deployed during the holidays. Welcome everyone, I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker.
1: And I'm Sergeant Tim Andrews.
0: So if you're watching on YouTube, and if you're listening on iTunes, I highly recommend you go over to our YouTube channel and watch this podcast because, as you can see, we finally got a new table. I know that we've been talking about it for weeks now. Yeah. (laughs) Andrew's making extra sound effects over here. But, um, so, um, I know we've been talking about it for a while now, but it finally is here. We're still trying to figure out the setup of everything. And possibly painting and staining but it is here so the f- next couple podcasts might be a little awkward because we have to stand we got to figure out our stool situation and yeah. shout placement. out to the engineers yes yeah. especially sergeant first class um Sprankle. he helped us tremendously with this project um we kind of just took the idea to him and he took it and ran with it so thank you sergeant first class Sprinkle. thank you yes um Definitely going to try to get our engineers to do some more stuff for us. I mean, we have the resources. Might as well use them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so we are quickly, I would say, approaching the holidays. I feel like we just had Thanksgiving, and now it's, what, the second week of December?
1: Yeah, it's on the doorstep right now. It's I know. About
0: here. So are you ready for the holidays? Are you still no, I'm running st- around?
1: I got it. Gotta- I have an idea. Oh, I'm not gonna say it on. I'm not gonna say it on video. <laughs> but I, I've got an idea what I what I want to do. So yeah, yeah. I uh,
0: I used to be big on procrastinating. Like every year, I would be like, oh, I'm gonna wait, or I'm gonna like start buying stuff early, and then it just got closer and closer to the holidays, and then it's like, crap, I haven't done any shopping. I don't know what to get anybody. So this year, I am excited to say that I actually finished my Christmas shopping early.
1: Yeah, that's something I won't be able I feel to say. Like, I won't be able to say that. Oh wait, hold on.
0: Yes. Yeah, applause. <laughs> <laughs> so um with that being said, um, the holidays definitely can be a stressful time. Um, especially for those who are deployed or might have loved ones that aren't around anymore. So today we have um, a familiar face coming back to talk to us um and give us some tips on how to deal with that. Um So yeah, we'll just go right into our guest today. So today we have Lisa Mustard, and she's with the South Carolina National Guard Behavioral Health Department. So welcome again. Well, thank you again for having me. Yes, you are definitely now um, a regular
2: with us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's so much fun. (laughs) I love it. I'm a regular. You need like
1: a punch card or something like that? Do I get like a a free coffee? (laughs) Yeah, free coffee or a sub or something.
2: Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, um, we should start that. Yeah, a, we'll that's have an to an see if we can uh, start that out. That's an incentive. However, I don't know where we would get the coffee because all oh, we're surrounded by our gas stations. Although there's Starbucks down the road now, Yeah, which is crazy. There's a Starbucks on this road. That just blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so today, um, we're getting closer to the holidays. So Lisa is here today to talk to us a little bit about how to cope with deployment during the holidays. Correct.
2: Yes, it's a very can be a very stressful time of year for a lot of families, mm-hmm. and uh, over the past I don't know nine years or so, I've seen I've seen everything under the sun when it comes to what can happen with the holidays and folks getting stressed and kids acting out and mm-hmm. you know spouses being overwhelmed or girlfriends being overwhelmed, um, family members being overwhelmed, and it's a lot. So we can talk about that today for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, I know from my experience, I didn't, we deployed after Christmas and New Year. So like we missed the big holidays, but still like even being away during, um, the smaller holidays, like birthdays and anniversaries and, um, Easter and 4th of July, just that kind of stuff. It still kind of hits you even when it's not like the major holidays that you think about. Yeah.
2: Well, can I ask a question about your experience? Sure. Cuz you know me. <laughs> so you didn't deploy until after the holidays. So when you were going through that holiday season that year, what was it like for you? Um, getting ready to go.
0: Yeah, it was hard because we pre-mobe during Thanksgiving. So we weren't home for Thanksgiving, but we were still stateside. Um, we were just in Texas. And then when we got to come home for leave, like we were trained up, we were ready to go, and it's like, okay, now you get to go home for two weeks. And yet again, say goodbye, have to do it all over again. Um, so it was it was, um, f- like I was really glad that I was able to go home for that, but then it still um, it still affected me because and a lot of others too, because we had just said goodbye. And then two months later, they're like, oh, yeah, you can take leave and go home for the holidays. And then you have to do it all over again. And it's it makes a little bit harder because you have to do it twice. Right. So,
2: yeah, I can only imagine having to do it twice. Yeah. And two different your mindsets in two different places, Mm -hmm. too. So, yeah, I I I have mad respect (laughs) for for anybody. Well, anybody who has to who goes through deployment, but especially over the holidays, because like you shared, it's been what about you?
1: Um, yeah, we deployed after Christmas and like the day after Christmas and then we got back before Thanksgiving. So, yeah.
2: So So. you, you went through it as well. What was Christmas day like for you guys?
1: Um, it was a bittersweet because uh, like, Hey, again, enjoy seeing everybody, but also hey, bye.
2: Yeah. And what was it like for your family? You know, they, Christmas, all this open the presents, be together, and then knowing that you were leaving. I think it was thing. more
1: like trying to enjoy the moment as much as we can.
2: Yeah. well, That's a good attitude. That's a great attitude. Okay, well, everybody has a different experience, and there's no right or wrong experience. It's just that person's experience. So um, I think I've, I've experienced so many things over the years with, and I speak mainly about spouses, the families with mm-hmm. the younger kids because those are the ones that we tend to support more often than not. Um, and before I jump into like what you should do tips and advice, and I'm really not big on giving out what people should do. You guys have heard me say when people should on you, it's not always pretty. (laughs) That's should on you. It's not always pretty. I like to kind of get a sense of the the individual, the family and what they're going through and hear hear their struggle, hear their stress, hear their obstacle, and then kind of help them process through it. So what I share today are really just kind of broad tips, mm-hmm. advice, but one thing that I would love to encourage family members, especially moms or dads that are on this side and they're taking care of the family is definitely, I want you to take time to reflect on what it's been like for the past couple weeks, couple months for you being the parent here. Um, Just take some time for yourself, whatever you can give yourself. And, you know, I like to suggest getting up earlier before the kids get up um, and having that time for self-reflection and really notice the process for you, the journey that you've had so far. Um, Not focus on like the struggles so much, but things that you have accomplished that you're really proud of yourself. And there's no like nothing is too small and nothing is too big. So for example, if you have, so for example, if you've been able to get out the door every morning and get your kids to school on time, when in the past, it's been like a tag team process and you're super proud of yourself for like making that happen. Cause that's kind of a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. keeping your kids on schedule is a really, is a really big one while you're dealing with deployment to keep things as normal for them as possible. You know, give yourself a pat on the back, like recognize that even that small thing is pretty big because that's impacting your kids and it's impacting you as well. You know, for example, if you've been able to, you know, take care of the lawn and that was something that you were stressed about and you found a process for taking care of the lawn or even get all the laundry done, you know, because, I mean, laundry is never done. <laughs> right. Because you're even wearing clothes right now that need to be washed. So I always joke around and like it never gets done. But if you've been able to stay on top of laundry, if you've been able to, you know, stay within your budget for eating out, like just take take the time to reflect and also take the time to reflect on your own accomplishments like maybe you know you're not um having the the crying episodes as much or you have found that hey I can do hard things like I can do stuff you know I miss him or I miss her but look at me I'm able to I'm able to do stuff and it's you know maybe encouraged you to challenge yourself and when we face challenges that we take um we increase our self-confidence. So I just want to remind everybody that I want you to start with that first. Before you dive into any any like what I share about maybe getting support or asking for help, just take time to recognize the challenges that you have overcome and the things that you're proud of yourself for. And like I said, um, nothing is too small or, or too big. So, all right. So what do you guys think about this? About that? No, I definitely think that that's... That's good because whenever, like, I'm
0: a big list person, so if I see it and I make a list and I prioritize and then I start checking off what I've done, like, I feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah. So, that definitely, I think that's some really good advice.
1: Um, Yeah, when when I've talked to my grandparents, when my grandpa was, uh, he was in the Air Force in Vietnam, and having to talk to him, he was like, yeah, um, uh, my grandma having to take over because they, having three children, having, she had to... Take care of everything that he wasn't able to work on, so she had to take on even more. Mm. So, he, not being not being able to uh, distribute the weight like a, like the the yoke, yeah. so to speak. But um, being a, you're realizing like, oh wow, this is like uh, realizing then uh, not having that team effort, you're having to carry on more.
2: Right, and I I always laugh when I kind of give this. Um, sorry about that. When I give this <laughs> tip, because um, I remember. When General Livingston's wife would talk, did you guys ever hear her talk about when he was gone, all the stuff that she had to learn to do mm-hmm. on her own and then mm-hmm. like the <laughs> the tree fell in the yard. And so I always give that example, like even General Livingston, his wife, you know, and he's, I mean, imagine he's a general and, you know, all the stuff he was doing. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm not saying that, you know, compare what you're doing overseas compared to what a general, but the fact that he still has a family, he still had a mission, his wife was home. You know, they had a lot going on. She works full time. They had kids. Um, She talked about how when he came home from deployment, she remembers just forgetting he was around. She was so used to doing things on her own that like a tree branch or tree limb fell down in the driveway. And uh, he said, oh, I'll take care of it or something. And I could have this story wrong, but this is what impressed upon me. That she forgot he was even home and capable. She just took care of it, and he came <laughs> home and was like, "Where's the tree?" Limb? And she's like, "Oh yeah, I just took care of it." So you know, you find you find your resiliency, you find your challenges, and of course, when when they come back home, it's renegotiating mm-hmm. a lot of those uh, responsibilities again. But yeah. I think it really can be a time of—I um, uh, don't want to say adventure—but it can really be a time of growth for a mm-hmm. lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm a big believer in a growth mindset. Versus a stuck mindset. So my hope today is that what we're talking about, what we're sharing, will encourage you to maybe flip the switch a little bit if you are more in that, you know, um, mindset of this is hard, this stinks, this sucks, I can't do it. Look for the opportunity to grow in, in the challenges. Okay, so with that being said, um, I really want to encourage people to identify where you really truly need support um, and really where you want support, because they're two different things. Um, you know, do you really need help with the lawn? Do you really need help keeping some of the household things together? Like if something, you know, maybe you find out you have uh, an, an issue with rodents. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but, like, let's say, you know, you need help with that. Like, I'm not going to go set out some rat traps on my own. I'm going to I'm gonna be calling in reinforcement. So do you need help with that? Um, ask for help when you need it. Um, and also, too, you know, I want to encourage people not to put it on their soldier or their airman that's deployed because that can stress them out even more while they're, you know, working towards their mission. So if you're able to take care of things without putting that stress on them, and really when I say that, I mean without putting the guilt on them, because that's a whole other dynamic in the in the marriage, possibly, or within the relationship. Um, there's nothing they can do from a distance, and it can only sometimes make them feel worse. And I've over the years, I've talked to so many soldiers and airmen who who say that. You know, when you were dealing with the rat infestation, I don't know why I picked that, but um, <laughs> you know, and you were yelling at me and screaming at me. I mean, there's nothing I could do. It just made me feel worse. So, you know, you're gonna have those feelings of frustration, and you're gonna be like, how do I handle this? But if you're able to find somebody who can help you with that and not put that stress on your, you know, service member, I highly recommend that. So, you know, where do you need support? You're going to need support with rat infestations. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, but where, you know, like that's an example of what you need help with. Um, Where do you want help? You know, a lot of the times I'm like, no, no, I got the kids. I got the kids. I can do it. I can do it. But I'm telling you guys after weeks upon weeks of having the kids with you all the time, you get to a point as a mom, because y'all aren't parents yet, right? No, 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 not at all. Yeah, so not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not just no, but not at all, for those of you who are wondering. Um, You get to a point with your kids where you're like, I love you and I I care about you, but y'all are driving me a little crazy. So if you want some support there, ask for support. Ask for support, because we need a healthy, and sane parent. Back home, helping and dealing with the kids. So, just identify the needs versus the wants, and don't be ashamed or feel bad about asking for support or help with either one of those. So, that's my first tip. What do y'all, what y'all think about that? That's another one. You're you're just like
0: checking them off the list. Oh good. Okay. So that was helpful. <laughs> yeah. I mean I obviously don't have kids or anything, yeah. but like I have dogs. Yeah, dogs. And so and pets and all that. So whenever you go away or whenever I'm at training, it's always um which I do have people who help in but beforehand it was always something to stress about because it's like, Well what am I gonna do with my dogs? What am I gonna do with my house? But um but asking, that's yeah. I always feel guilty asking and they're always they tell me over and over again, don't feel guilty or bad because, I mean, we're here to help you. So, But it's just that feeling that you mm-hmm. get. But definitely, mm-hmm. um, like you said, figuring out what you need help with and what you want help with. That yeah. definitely helps.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad. And that's a great example. Pets, too. I mean, we for, I don't mean to forget about our pets, but, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a puppy and your your spouse is on deployment, that's a lot of work. And you yeah. got kids. I mean... <laughs> We got a puppy and nobody's deployed in my house. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It can yeah. definitely be a lot of work. How about you? I'm really curious. I know you don't have any kids at all. No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: You know, it, it's, uh, I think it, it, it would make the, um, being gone. I think it would make the, it, it can make the relationship stronger or it can break the relationship. Yeah. Um, I guess it's just how, how you handle it. Yeah. Um, Luckily, just have uh, I've I've had family that, family cousins that they've gone out of their way like, hey man, I know you're gone. Is there anything we can help you with? That's cool. Uh, I mean, some people might not be able to have that. Um, they might be, they might have uh, moved away. They might be in a spot to where all their families from one one part of the one side of the country versus the other. So,
2: yeah, yeah that's a good point. That's a really good point. And um, I had another thought, but. It kind of escaped me. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll come back. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the holidays itself because. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. Well, I do know because y'all don't have kids, so I do know. <laughs> but as a mom with kids who love this time of year, it can be really overwhelming because they want to do all the things and they want to have all the experiences. And there's always like a zillion things to do at the school. There's a zillion things to do at the church. There's a zillion things to do in your neighborhood. Um, so it can be like if you look at your schedule, you're just like booked out for the next four weeks between, you know, um, uh, now and the new years, there's a lot going on. I mean, I, I joke around and say all the time, my kids have a, a busier social life than, than we do as their parents. So I'm always like, sh- I don't only have two. So I'm like shuttling them around. I know a lot of military families have more than two kids. So you're, you know, you're looking at the schedules and, um, you know, I like to say, what are the musts? Like, what are the things you must do? And what are the things that you can like, just say, you know what, not this year, because it can be really overwhelming. And it's a lot of work when there's only one, one parent or one person handling it. Um, so, what are what are the musts, and then what are the things that would be nice to do if if you have the energy for it and you have the uh, the time for it? So, take a look at the schedule and kind of plan out. And if you're, you know, if your kids are old enough to get themselves there and make the, and this might be a really good time to help your middle. You know, we have a, um, a middle schooler, and so I'm constantly trying to like test her ability to, you know schedule things for herself as she gets a little bit more mature and a little bit more independent. Um, So now might be a good time to let that older middle schooler, you know, say, hey, you ask, ask, let that, let that child know what's going on. They can handle it. You know, they, they know, they understand, like, you know, it's a stressful time. It's an overwhelming time, but it's also a joyous time. So I would, I would encourage having the conversation with your kids about, okay, what do you really, what do you have to do? And what are the, some of the things that this year we can kind of like Maybe slide. And I would also encourage you to enlist the help of your kids' friends, parents. You know, they're they're there. Most of them know what you're going through, I imagine. They know that you're uh, a, a spouse or a girlfriend or whatever um, who's, I don't want to say left behind, but you're here. Um, so enlist the help of others to kind of help you um, figure out what the schedule can be for for getting kids to and from things. Um, but yeah, definitely think about what can you let go of this year? Cause you don't have to do everything. And I know I say it all the time, but you know, your kids are going to remember the happy, well, they're going to remember the memories. Do you want them to have a more positive memory or a more negative memory? So if you realize that trying to get to three things this weekend, that's holiday related, is really super stressing you out and you know yourself and you know, like chances are, I'm going to flip that switch and maybe freak out. <laughs> then maybe just do one you know maybe just do two because um that's really important i think you know because man kids remember everything mm-hmm.
1: what are uh, what are some things that you guys did or are what are some things that you guys do for the holidays and what are some things that like you like yeah. you said what are, what are some things that you dropped
2: oh uh, well this year has been weird one of my kids mm-hmm. got sick so we had to miss some stuff but and that's a good example though one of them was sick over the weekend and the other one wasn't and i told my oldest daughter i said look it's just going to be really, because my husband's not deployed, but he was out of town. So it's a similar mm-hmm. thing. I couldn't leave the house with an eight-year-old who had the stomach bug because they never know when they're going to throw up. They just, they just do. <laughs> so <laughs> I told my oldest, I said, okay, we got to find you transportation to the things that you want to do, or it's just not going to happen. And she was pretty cool with it. Like she, she understood because she's old enough to get it. And I said, if daddy were here, it'd be a completely different story, but he's not. So you pick one of the two things that you really want to do. And she was, she was fine with that. So, for example, um, we, were, we were actually supposed to go out of town, the three of us. And because of that, she missed her um, a parade that she was supposed to be in. And then that we were in town, I said, well, you could go. But she said, no, it's okay. It's just too much to try to figure out right now. But she was able to then still have a fun day with um, some family members. So it worked out, you know, just have those conversations. I guess that's an example for us. Yeah. Okay. Do you all have any examples? I'm talking about like maybe because you know it's not just parents we're talking about family members who you know even though y'all aren't married have kids <laughs> not at all. <laughs>
1: uh, we used to uh, we used to go do like the candlelight service mm-hmm. at for, uh like Christmas Eve uh, service but it became to where like my my brother has two kids and a wife so it just trying to get, just corral the whole family to get together is just being even more difficult. So it's like, okay, we're just going to drop this. We'll have like a Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah. Well, everyone can eat and uh, eat and be merry and all that stuff. And it just became too much. So we're just like, okay, we'll just have dinner. We'll just drop the service. Yeah, so. cool.
2: Yeah. I mean, as families evolve, as kids get older, as you know, it's, it's a natural evolution that we do new things every year because of we're all evolving, you know, there's nothing wrong with change, really, there's nothing, just because you did it this way for 15 years as a family doesn't mean, like, you have to do it yeah. moving forward, and I I think that that's a really good example of being, um, like, kind of fluid, and kind of go with the flow, and just being um, in the moment, you know, and not thinking too much about well, what we did last year, and it was so perfect, and, you know, we can't do it this year, because you've got kids, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> let's find the let's find the gratitude and what you can do mm-hmm. and I I you know that can happen some people have that mindset you know they just it's hard for them to see growth or opportunity in a change oh I counter that a lot oh
0: yeah definitely I mean like grandparent generation I guess they get stuck in their ways kind of thing and um so like you were saying with traditions like they do it this way for so many years and it's like something changes and they don't want it to change, so, Mm -hmm. but definitely, I mean, growing up, I lived in Pennsylvania, and we would go to the cabins every year, and once I moved to South Carolina, I don't remember the last time that we did that, just because it's so hard to get all of us together, and like he was saying, um, both of my older brothers have kids, and one lives in California, and so, like, to get everybody together, it's, it's a lot harder now, so traditions are different,
2: um, or we
0: just have to create new ones, yeah.
2: so. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, my own life, I mean, I've lived here 20 years, so my adult life, because I moved here when I was, like, 25, 20, 26, and um, soon after, I met my future husband, and ever since then, since my family's kind of far, we just hang out with his family. They do a lot more over the holidays than my family really does, so my tradition over the past 20 years has been to be with him, and um that's, I love it, you know, and that's what my kids know. So if I were to change it, it would really freak them out. They're like, (laughs) we're not doing what we normally do, you know. Um, but that would be okay. I mean, I think, I think as long as you kind of can see the growth in it, I mean, you, you know, it can be hard for sure. But I like that story. I think you said something about that on the last, some, I saw you write something about that or say, maybe it was in the last podcast you talked about tradition yeah we've talked about it a couple times Mm -hmm. in past
0: podcasts just things that we used to do growing up um the cabin was definitely because it's like you said it's memories like I remember going to the cabins with all my cousins and my aunts and uncles and opening presents and um so the only tradition that we still really uh continue to have is um we still do a Christmas party which I wasn't able to go to this year because of work so um that was that kind of um I mean, it wasn't such a big deal, but it still kind of sucked because that's the one time of year that I have the opportunity to see everybody. Um, and then another thing is um, my grand my grandmother I think started it like in the eighties. They every year they went from generation to generation, and they would make an ornament. So we have ornaments from like nineteen eighty one or two or something, and cool. from then till now. Each year, another generation makes an ornament, and it's cool to see how it's grown from, like, five people to, like, 30 or 40 of us, however many there is. I don't even know, but um, that's something that I hope that we always continue to do um, just
2: because you have something tangible. That's really cool. I love that tradition, and that, you know, that reminds me, sorry, my phone's going off, that kind of reminds me, I'm curious about, you know, folks listening and watching, (laughs) like, what, (laughs) I mean, what, you know, think about the traditions that, you know, you have had in your family for years and years, and how have they changed over time, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what has that meant for you, and moving forward in your life, like, what, what of those traditions would you like to carry forward, and what are you fine to let go of, Um, and I, and I also want to acknowledge, and that so many of our service member and family members miss out on so many things. I was at a retirement briefing a couple of weeks ago, and um, they were thanking the spouses and wives and husbands in the room for, you know, allowing their soldier to to be at drill and miss family functions on the weekends. And you know, these are these are folks that are twenty some years in the in the military, and I and I thought to myself, wow, how many how many birthdays have they missed or how many, you know, family events have they had to not go to or gymnastics events or baseball games or football games because of, you know, their service. And so I, it is, it's, it's almost like civilians. I mean, I'm a civilian, but I've been around these folks so long and kind of have a, an insight into the world. It's like, it's like we have this special thing here in the military that, especially the National Guard, is very different than active duty. You know, mm-hmm. my time of working with active duty um, service members versus National Guard is very different. The culture is very different. And even in the reserves, I've noticed that too. But I digress. Um, <laughs> so it is a lot of the times the civilians, the outside world, don't really get it. You know, they don't really understand the culture. They don't understand The process of what a guardsman, I'm going to say guardsman, goes through um, and just all different aspects of their time within the military. So I always find that fascinating. Like, when, I, when I'm out and about, and people always think I work at Fort Jackson. Like, no, I don't work for active duty. I work for the National Guard. They're like, well, where's your office on Fort Jackson? I'm like, no, 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 no. My office is behind the stadium on Bluff Road. And they're like, oh, oh, where they have all the tanks. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been, I'm always educating people on what and who the National Guard are and how they're similar yet different. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys. Do you find yourself, I mean, I know we're kind of going off topic a little bit, but do you find yourself explaining oh, to people? Yeah,
1: It's a uh, constant reminder is like, oh yeah, what oh, right. do well, you know, such and such, My, I got my cousin over at yeah. the poli- station, I'm like, uh, no, I'm National Guard, I, I just show up on weekend months.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's really different, isn't it, I just find it really interesting, I mean, to this day, my family, I think, still thinks, they still think I work for, uh, Fort Jackson, <laughs> like I work for active duty, which That's is fine, funny. I'm like, yeah. I would have no idea what to do with an active duty, like, I wouldn't know the resources, I mean, I do and I don't, you know, it's just a very different culture, mm-hmm. so Um, Okay, so another tip I have is, you know, what we kind of talked a little bit about it is just work to make new memories. Um, There's nothing wrong with having new traditions. There's nothing wrong with start trying something new. In fact, I remember talking to a family a couple years ago, and they said, yeah, that time dad was deployed over Christmas, we went and did this instead, and it was so cool. And they have this amazing memory of doing something different while dad was gone. I mean, they missed him. They wish he could have been there Mm -hmm. to do the traditional stuff, but I mean, they had a great time and they still remember it. And they had, they made, they made memories, you know, as a, as a unit that's different. So I thought that was pretty cool. So don't be afraid to try something different and do, do new things. Um, you know, if, if in the past you've always had Christmas at your house and everybody's been there but it's just too heartbreaking for you to imagine waking up Christmas day without him or her there then by golly like do something different like do something different I don't know what that different is for you but you have permission you have permission I'm give y'all permission <laughs> to change it up a little bit this year and have fun with it you know it's okay it's one year it's one year hopefully out of 50 that you're gonna have together so don't be afraid to try new things um what do y'all think about that
1: yeah, I like it. Um, we, we usually do this thing that we didn't do it till I was like maybe thirteen or fourteen. Where my um, my mom's an outstanding cook, and she like we would take these like pretzel sticks and we'd dip half of it in chocolate or whatever the case is, and we'd put like uh, sprinkles or different like people would cr- uh, like crush up chocolate or other things on top of it, and then we'd go give it to friends, family members. And, um, that would be, that's like, yeah, that's a, that's a new, tra- you could say it's a new tradition. We've been okay, doing it for stuff. the past, like 10 years. I but like
2: that. I think fun. we're going to do that this year. I'm like, <laughs> okay, what? What's on that list? I really like that. Um, we always decorate gingerbread cookies, gingerbread men on Christmas Eve, but I like the pretzel stick idea.
1: I don't think we've ever done a uh, gingerbread. I don't know. We probably did one when we were little. <laughs> that, yeah. That's always a cool thing. They have that thing up in, uh, up in North Carolina over at the Biltmore yeah. they have like the, uh, they have like all these.
2: The gingerbread house. Gingerbread houses, gingerbread houses yeah.
1: people just go out. Out yeah, of like, they just cool. go. It's like crazy. A competition. Yeah, I think that's
2: at the Grove Park Inn, or is it at the Biltmore? I don't know.
1: It's uh, it's near Asheville. Yeah, it's yeah. one of
2: those. Yeah, but go to the Biltmore. I mean, maybe not on Christmas, but you know, do something different. And we're not far from the Biltmore. They have a Downton Abbey display right now. If you're into Downton Abbey, no, he's like, I don't even know what that no. is. Okay, <laughs> I'm into Downton Abbey. We want to get up there to see the Downton Abbey display. But that's a really cool. That's beautiful to go up there. I like that idea. what about you? Do you have an Uh, idea, new memories or new tradition? Well,
0: with us being in South Carolina, and it's just me and my mom and my dad, which they're split, like they're divorced. So finding the time to see, spend time with both of them. But then um, one of my brothers is in North Carolina. So the past, I want to say five years, we've bounced back and forth who we went to for like Christmas and New Year's. Mm So um, like one year we went to my mom's when she was in North Carolina and then the next year we went to their place and then the year after that we went to mine. This year they're going to be coming to my house so that'll be nice. Um, So I guess just different, a different setting each year is different but you're with the same people. Yeah. But you're still creating new memories. Yeah.
2: And I think, I really like what you shared and I want to kind of brought another idea to mind is if this is the first year where there has been a separation or a divorce or something has happened in the family death, you mm-hmm. know, and someone's not there, realize that yeah, this holiday season is gonna be different and that's normal. Like it's gonna feel different and it, it might be really sad and it might be, um, really weird, but that's part of the process and that's normal. Mm-hmm. So Thank you for bringing that up because I think that's important as people think, well, we should just, everything should just go on like perfect, you know, P- pretend like that person's here or they don't recognize that somebody's missing or, um, and it's like the deployed, you know, service member, they're not here. Let's, it's okay to talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, I think that's a good point. That's really that's a good one. Okay. Um. My other tip is to connect with your FRG. Um, there are usually some really good resources and support through the FRG, so I always like to encourage that. Now, I know that doesn't make sense for everybody just because of location, um, but you can usually get some very good information from your FRG uh, about resources and support. That's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. They really are. Um, so that's usually a good a good place to start. Um, also with your family assistance um, specialist with the guard, you know, there's good resources with them as well. Like if you're struggling with that rat infestation, <laughs> you don't know <laughs> who to turn to, you know, call your, uh, your FAS. Uh, for sure. They can probably help you uh, get that under control or at least figure something out with you. Um,
1: your FAS? Your FAS?
2: Family assistance Specialist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you heard of those? The only Hello. thing I've heard
1: about is FRG. And
2: yeah. So maybe we should get a FAS on here. Yeah. They're out of family programs. Is that something new that they just yeah. started, or have they have been around? They've been a while. Around. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I've never heard of them. Remember yes. Sherry Marsh? Did you know Sherry Marsh? Uh, maybe I've, I've seen her face. Yeah, well, she's, re- she's retired now, okay. but she was, like, the head of the um, – family assistance program. Now, Grace Parsons would be okay. the, the contact, but she's a great, you know, she, her programs are great resources. They have all kinds of resources over there, really like the youth, the youth um, coordinators, the family assistants, I'm probably forgetting um, some other things, but they're great. They can really be helpful. Um, and then the FRGs mm-hmm. kind of, they do a lot of work with them as well. And then of course, uh, you know, if you're really struggling and you're really having a hard time and your mental health is decompensating then for sure contact um, the behavioral health you know consultants at our 800 number 800 681 2558 and you know we'll call you back you can call us over christmas we get a lot of calls actually over the holidays it's pretty it's pretty common that people reach out cuz it's very stressful and you know if this is the first time that you've dealt with a lot of things on your own then we want you to give us a call if you're not sure you know who to who to turn to Um, I can't help with rats, but I can definitely, (laughs) I can definitely help like validate your concern about rats. Um, then let's, you know, help you figure out who can, you can, I don't know where this rat thing came from, but like help you kind of, you know, get what you need through that. Um, but you know, a lot of the times this time of year, kids are going to act out, especially if it's a, it's a hard deployment for them. Um, holidays could spike it, can make it worse. Um, so, you know, feel free to give us a call. We can be that support for for our family members. But I think that covers all the tips that I have today. So, that sounds good.
0: Yeah. Uh, they were definitely very useful, and I'm sure that anyone that's listening or watching will take away something from this because um, you've come on several yeah. times now, and you always have good tips and tricks for us. So, um, <clears throat> Andrews, do you? Any
1: know, any yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for coming on uh, yeah. um, sure. and providing all this information, to stuff that we didn't even know about, and hopefully uh,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: provide all the information yeah. for the viewer.
2: Yeah, and you know, that's the thing about the guard. There's so much out there, it, and it changes too. Mm-hmm. And people move positions, and you don't know who to call. And so I think it's um I think we just got to keep reminding people that these resources exist. But you know if we have counselors across the state. So just because I'm here in Columbia doesn't mean we don't have somebody in Rock Hill or down in um, Orangeburg. So if you do call the 800 number and you need support, you'll be connected with the closest behavioral health specialist. So um, and just because you call us, it's confidential. You know, we don't break confidentiality. We don't tell command. We don't tell your spouse who's deployed. The only time we ever have to do that is if it's, um, you know, a threat to somebody or yourself or there's child abuse or child neglect. And that's just And we have to, we're state mandated to report that kind of stuff. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and and I've got lots of colleagues with all kinds of specialties. So we can, we can look around and see if maybe we should bring them on. Yeah, definitely. Um, The more the merrier. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I I encourage people listening and watching, you know, let us know. I would love to Mm -hmm. know what your family traditions are. I mean, I think that would be really cool if we could kind of hear from listeners do you give them a place to yeah we'll tell them to leave comments and stuff okay. um we
0: haven't really had a lot of traction with it okay um we've been doing a little bit better with our subscribers so hopefully you guys will leave us some comments um if there's something that you want Lisa to come and talk about um if you have like you were saying any family traditions um that you would like to share with us definitely leave it in the comments yeah.
2: below well one thing that i realized i could come back and talk about is you know reintegration yes because Mm -hmm. there are I joke around I used to say at the yellow ribbons um, at the reintegration events like it's all sunshine and lollipops for like (laughs) the first three weeks and then the realization hits home that he or she is back and things have changed Mm -hmm. and oh wow things have changed so Mm -hmm. I can come back and kind of talk about what that's like or give some you know tips and ideas for reintegration because reintegration is um it's tough yeah, it's tough for a lot of families, um, and it's not just like he's back or she's back, and uh, it's it's a process too. Yeah. All of this is a process, you know. It's a cycle. It's a process, and it takes time. Processes, processes, processes take time, which take time, which take time. So I want to encourage folks listening and watching, just because you know you're you're not on that timeline you think you should be in terms of better. For your situation doesn't mean it's not coming. It just means your process is going to take a little bit longer, and that's totally fine and normal too.
0: Yep. Well, Lisa, thank you again so much for coming in and talking with us. Thank you. Happy to anytime. And
2: we, I'm I know for
0: sure you will be back in the, the
2: near future. <laughs> I love this stuff. It's so much fun for me. I really I really appreciate you guys having me on and trusting me to to give this information. And I don't I don't take it lightly. It's it's on my heart to you know serve and. And support. So thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you. So that was a lot of good information from Lisa. It's always good to have her come back and talk to us about different ways that we can, um, different tips and tricks on how to cope with different things. Um, so was there anything that you took away from what she talked about today?
1: You know, just put in, putting it in uh, someone else's shoes and just thinking, oh, like someone else has got it worse and, you know, I might not have it as bad and especially – so having a significant other, uh, being deployed and how to handle a family handle a mortgage and handle all this stuff. And, uh, your special someone's across, across, across the globe and not knowing how to handle that. So it'll, it'll make or break a relationship. So she, to put it in her perspective, I mean, and how to handle that mm-hmm. was, uh, was great. And hopefully you, the listener can, uh, take away as uh, take away information that she gave out.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, um, I like how she brought up different scenarios and, um, and involving us in it with our experiences, because I mean, we both have deployed, but we Mm -hmm. both have different situations, um, that we've been through and not everybody's situation is the same. And that's the, just how it is with anything in the military. I mean, when I was MP, yeah, we're all MPs, but our experience and our training is different across the board. Mm -hmm. Um, But I liked how she brought up um, praising yourself and like basically patting yourself on the shoulder whenever you do something and you accomplish something. And like I mentioned, how I'm a list person. I write everything down. And when I see that I've marked something off my list, I feel accomplished and I don't feel as overwhelmed um, because I am completing the task that I'm trying to complete. But um, also how she was saying, um, making the holidays are about making memories. And maybe doing having different holiday traditions, especially when you don't have your loved ones around that you're used to having there, um, not to not remember them, but to do something different so that you feel like they're not missing out and that you're not, um, it doesn't make you so upset and worried and stressed because that person's not there.
1: Yeah, technology has uh, really changed the game when uh, communicating. Yes. And it's not like uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago where you just make that you make that you're allowed one phone call or whatever the case is and hopefully that person answers but now you can see if someone's live on Facebook or all the social media apps that you can communicate um so being able I mean the communication has has been able to it's a game changer right now just instead of like oh I'll just figure it out and if they can't answer it oh well
0: yeah and Also with that, it's not always just being able to communicate. I mean, when I was deployed, I don't know about for you, but it was still nice to go to the mailroom and have letters or packages come from your loved ones and not just having to set aside a time during the day to make a phone call or Skype call, like to actually have them send something to you, especially when you're not expecting it, like that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside because you're so far away and it's something that you can keep forever and ever. I mean, I still have a box full of letters and cards mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's those little things, um, including them in the holiday. I mean, how many times have you seen on social media, people posting pictures of their family Christmas card and it's the family at state side, but then their service member on the other side and they're like, holding up a sign that looks like it connects or it oh, looks the like hand, they're holding hands kissing and, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's stuff like that, that, um, it, it helps you, it helps make it a little bit easier, I guess you could say in a sense. Mm-hmm. And be- it's something fun, tr- something new that for you to do. So. It,
1: it's something, yeah, it'd be a, a, a way to combat being uh, separated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, like always it's always good to have Lisa come on because, I mean, she could talk to us about any kind of topic that there is. Um, If there's anything that we haven't talked about in past podcast or this podcast that you would like her or somebody else to come and talk about, um, definitely leave us some comments in the comment section below um, because we can talk about anything that you guys want. Yeah, Uh,
1: please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe.
0: Yes, um, we're slowly climbing up the ladder of um, subscribers we're still not at the 500 mark we're hoping by the new year that we hit that so make sure that you're sharing this with your family and friends other service members um and like I said make sure that if there's a topic that you want to talk about leave it in the comments below if there's any kind of family traditions like Lisa was saying leave it in the comments below because everybody's different and it's kind of cool to see what everybody does um in a sense um erskine decided to take another vacation so it's me and andrews here holding down the fort in the studio
1: (laughs) we'll be knocking out a couple of podcasts this week
0: yeah i know he's a little jealous because um, he helped install the table but he was not able to be on the first podcast with the new table so i keep rubbing that in
1: well he's uh he's here in spirit
0: yeah exactly (laughs) all right (laughs) well i'm sergeant chelsea baker
1: i'm sergeant tim andrews and
0: we'll catch you in the next episode